Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, your host and fellow dietitian. I'm a coach to my fellow female colleagues all around the world. I help you get leads and turn prospective clients into paying customers using online marketing and social media strategies that focus on sales. Do you feel like an imposter? Today's episode is going to talk about why almost all entrepreneurs have imposter syndrome, and specifically, women struggle with it the most. And why is that, right? Well, first, let's talk about what imposter syndrome is. It can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists despite evident success. Imposters, in parentheses, suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. Now, if you resonate with this to any degree, uh, I just want to reference, I have a podcast episode, if you just search imposter syndrome from a while back where I talk about this as well, and I thought it was a good opportunity to bring it back because that was that episode might have been it a year ago or maybe like eight months. So I felt like it was time to talk about this again. And the reason I thought it would be opportune to bring this up is because last week, well, by the time this airs, it would have been a few weeks ago, I was featured in Business Insider, which is so exciting. But the moment that I found out about, well, I found out because they, the author asked me for, to fill out questions, right, to be included in the article. But the moment that I saw I made the cover of Business Insider for the article, I felt a combination of excited me. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about those feelings because I know many of you feel the same way. The title of the uh, article from Business Insider is called How to Earn a Six-Figure Salary as a Dietitian or Nutritionist According to Four Renowned Entrepreneurs in the Industry by Elizabeth Alterman. And here's the, I'm just going to share a quick excerpt from the article. You can read it. It's behind a paywall, which means you need to subscribe to Business Insider, but I'll link it in the show notes if you're interested. Quick excerpt says, Libby Rothschild, registered dietitian and host of Dietitian Boss podcast, said using social media marketing is how she grew her business from a side hustle to nearly $500,000 in revenue within 10 months. Correction, it's now over half a million Going on to finish the excerpt, I set goals for how I want to measure success, both in terms of reach and sales. Rothschild explained, that's what oh, what made me stand out is consistency. I show up and I do the work. I'm focused, ambitious, and I take my audience with me on my journey every step of the way, which inspires them and holds me accountable, which is all super true, right? That's exactly what I do with this podcast episode. This is what I do with my social media, and I've been doing this since the start. Right? You've been watching me on my journey, but I've also been you know, using your journeys as well as a um, resource for other dietitians around the world to feel inspired, right? Different niches, different countries, different states, different methodologies, different services, right? And you get to listen to all these dietitians and see how they've become a dietitian boss and you can do that too. I want to say that when I first saw that I made the cover again, I was surprised and I just want to mention that I'm not alone. As women, specifically women, we constantly undervalue ourselves. And the first step to overcoming this mindset block is just identifying that you have a mindset block. It sounds that simple. I can tell you for 
almost a decade, I wasn't really able to identify this block and it held me back. And I've talked about that. And now I'm able to work through it, but just identifying that you have imposter syndrome is really important. And then obviously you got to work through it. So for reference, I wanted to share five female celebrities slash leaders slash role models across generations that openly struggle with imposter syndrome, just so that you can get a frame of reference and realize that you're not alone outside of dietetics. Jennifer Lopez said, so I came out and my, and, uh, So I came out and my first song went to number one. My first album went to number one and my first movie went to number one. And I was like, yeah, I'm killing it. And then everybody was like, she can't sing. She can't dance. She can't act. She's just a pretty face. Her butt is big or whatever they're saying about me. And I started thinking, yeah, that's true. And it really hurt me for a long time. Okay. And that's Jennifer Lopez. So she's also admitted to struggling with that. She's been able to overcome it, but I appreciate that she talks about those mindset issues, right? And you might be thinking, wow, Jennifer Lopez, she's an icon. How could she struggle with imposter syndrome? But she does. Sheryl Sandberg, author of Lean In, one of my personal favorite leaders, uh, she said uh, in her book, Lean In, she shares that when she was a member of the Pi Beta Kappa Honor Society at Harvard, She didn't feel like she deserved to be there. She wrote in her book, every time I took a test, I was sure that it had gone badly. And every time I didn't embarrass myself or even excelled, I believed that I had fooled everyone yet again. One day soon, the jig would be up. In another interview about her book, Sandberg shared, there are still days when I wake up feeling like a fraud, not sure if I should be where I am. Maya Angelou, famous author, I've poet, I've heard her um, speak. She's amazing. She's a civil rights activist, a noble um, liter, uh, litur. She has admitted that at times she often felt like a fraud. Once saying, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. Lady Gaga revealed, I still sometimes feel like a loser kid in high school, and I just have to pick myself up and tell myself that I'm a superstar every morning so that I can get through this day and be for my fans what they need for me now to be. And finally, Taylor Swift, who just came out with a documentary that I still haven't seen yet, but it's on my list. She goes into detail about the the positively awkward message of the song. Um, A lot of people feel... A lot of people who I think will relate to this song, I think she's talking about Shake It Off, are probably dealing with not ever really feeling cool with themselves because other people make them feel like they don't fit in. Selling millions of records, and then this is in quotes, selling millions of records doesn't make me feel cool. It makes me feel proud and like I have a lot of people on my side and I've worked really hard, but I don't think it is the most important thing in life to fit in. Moving on from those uh, five examples of women, I hope that you can listen to this and relate and realize that you're not alone. Again, acknowledge your level of imposter syndrome. Most of it, ha- most of us have it. Some of us have it to a higher degree than others. And I also recommend therapy. If you feel like you have a very, you know, a lot of issues that you need to work through, that can be helpful. I've recommended that before. So the topics I'm going to include today are acknowledge the level of imposter syndrome you don't have to know it all. And then finally, identify that you're a little bit, meaning two or three steps ahead of the person with the problem that you're solving. So let's break this down with step one. Acknowledge your level of imposter syndrome. 
And again, refer to the previous episode because I talk about this in depth. If you just search imposter syndrome and dietitian boss on my um, website, or you can just search on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify for that past episode, I give some tips. Um, and, you know, I want you to just talk about it and I can hold you accountable if you tag me on Instagram about your level of imposter syndrome, acknowledging that you have it, working through your perfectionism, allowing yourself to work through it is, is good. You want to be able to collect positive experiences. So number one, talk about it. Number two, collect positive experiences. And number three, seek community. That can be therapy. Um, and or it can be a group of strong, like-minded women. And that's why my group program is so helpful because I create a small group, intimate group of other women, female dietitians around the world who are all in a similar stage of business following the same proven method to get to the same outcome, which is creating more income and more impact. And women have said in my group, that they feel that the group dynamic has helped decrease loneliness and anxiety as they've worked through some of the mental issues that has been difficult for you to get to that next level. And you can also check out the podcast episode with Alina and Caitlin, and they t- were from my group program, and they talk about you know the benefit of being together and that experience and growing to the stage that they are now, and they both started as students. Secondly, you don't have to know it all. It's okay to learn as you go. It's totally okay part of the process and when you feel like the imposter syndrome creeps in for example i mentioned earlier when i saw i made the cover of business insider i thought to myself oh wow i'm surprised right i just work through those three steps that i just mentioned number one i acknowledge my uh, i talk about it my level of imposter syndrome i'm doing that now Number two, I collect positive experiences, remind myself of who I've helped and how I've impacted them. And number three, seek community. And I have a team of mentors who I talk to, right? Coaches that help me in specific areas of my business so that I can impact you on a greater level. And that's what helps me. And I create that for you at your level too, which would be the group when you're starting, even intermediate. And then, you know, the level of mentorship can depend on where you're at in your business and, and what your goals are. So the third step of imposter syndrome would be, again, identifying that you're two to three steps ahead of the person with a problem that you're solving. And what that means is you don't have to have it all figured out. If you're in weight loss, if that's your niche, you don't have to have completed the journey to help somebody else. If you're doing intuitive eating, you just have to help someone who was once where you were, even if you're still on your journey. I even have a past client, Ryan Kipling, who Kipling, who does prenatal and she hasn't fallen pregnant yet. And that's okay because guess what? She used, she leverages and leveraged her education and marketing skills. So, and she was able to quit her job, get a book deal, grow a business. Uh, she's the prenatal nutritionist and she has not had a kid yet. It's possible the step ahead that she has from her audience from her clients is that she's educated. She's a registered dietitian and she has experience in women's health and pediatrics and she leverages that. And so again, in closing, no matter what your niche is or what you're doing, if you're one to two steps ahead in some way of your client, that's how you're able to help them. The action step I want you to take from today's episode is to focus on your mindset Get prepared when your mindset tells you that you shouldn't be teaching what you are teaching. I want you to create a mantra. I want you to say to yourself, I genuinely want to help women 
or whoever you're helping who have blank fill in the blank, who have been in blank shoes, who've been in your shoes, right? I want you to say that and repeat that because when you say that on a regular basis, you can write it on your wall, you can put it in your office, you can journal every day. When you remind yourself out loud, write it down, it becomes real. Because if you want to help those people, those group of people who've experienced something that either you have education or experience with, that's what's going to help you provide value for them and solve their problems. And remember that you know clients and people out there, they need and want your help and it's your opportunity and ability to work through your mindset issues and solve their problems so that you can create more impact and you can also create income. Thank you for listening. The next step to continue pursuing your journey includes applying to my next group program. You can find that on my website under group coaching and apply. You can also grab my free workbook. Also listen on my website and go through the exercises so that you can get more clear with your marketing plan, which is going to help you get one step closer to creating the money and impact that you deserve.